Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am a CPA turned stylist, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and my love for coffee exceeds my love for high heels. Each week, you'll hear tips about how others confidently present themselves. This podcast is going to be your superpower for your life and career success. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to a new episode of Office Flip Flops. I love saying that. (laughs) I love screaming that from the mountaintops. I love having the opportunity to share what I learn with all of you. So this week, I have a guest back from last week's episode. It was episode number 20 on mental health. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I strongly encourage you to do so. My guest, Lauren Welke, shares an experience and is so generous in her vulnerability in that she really tells us how she was feeling in taking a business trip and asks all of us to be mindful. And I'm getting such amazing feedback. Lauren's getting feedback on sharing her story. And I just want all of you to listen to it because it's really what is out there today. We've all been through so much. We've all been through so much in the past couple of years. And all of this, this feeling of uneasiness is is starting to resurface. And it typically does around the holidays. So let's be mindful and patient and supportive of each other. You know, in this episode, Lauren mentions how she guides a particular individual on her resume cover letter. And she said, you know, this, this woman was using words that weren't as supportive and confident, right? So this is what I share with you. And I try to be mindful of it. And as you listen to this, pay attention to the words perhaps that you say to yourself, because I guarantee you're not going to say certain words to your best friend. So always treat yourself, number one, as your best friend, right? Because your words become your thoughts and your thoughts become your feelings. And that's what surfaces to the top. And that's what we need to be mindful of. And we want our feelings to be positive, right? Not to say that nothing bad is ever going to happen, but let's try to be mindful of where we are, supportive of ourselves, and to be our own best friend. Okay, everybody, let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. Guess what? I have Lauren Welke back with me. We could not stop talking. There are so many amazing, amazing talents that she has. And this is part two of my time with Lauren. Lauren, let's reintroduce yourself really quickly, and then let's launch into the amazing things we want to present to the uh, listeners. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me back. Again, my name is Lauren Welke. I work in strategic partnerships at ZipRecruiter, and I'm so excited to be here today again. Great. Thank you, Lauren. I'm excited to have you. So Lauren has so many tips. Yes, from the resume perspective. Yes, from the interview perspective. But here's something that I've brought up in previous episodes, and that is maintaining confidence in how we present ourselves and the words that we use to present ourselves. So uh, Lauren, you had such a perfect example. Let's let's unpack that example here for the listener so that they can also get in tune how important confidence is, not just from a job seeker perspective, but from a business development perspective, an elevator pitch perspective, just who we are. 
Yeah. I, I mean, believing in yourself as cliche as it sounds, I think it's so important. And if you don't believe in yourself, it's really hard to get others to do it and to ask them to invest that in you. And so I think it really starts within. Um, the example, Francesca, the one we're talking about is with- Oh, the, the woman who you were going oh. through her cover letter yes. and she had all of these, shall I say, uncertain terms in yes. there. there we that go. made okay. her appear. So go ahead, let's, let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. So I was working with this woman who had an excellent history. I was helping her edit her cover letter um, and she had a great work history and she just had a hard time verbalizing it, uh, even though it was, there was no doubt in her mind or mind that like she was awesome. And so she used words like, you know, I, I believe I'm the right candidate for the role or this could be a good fit. And I was like, you know, here I am with this, you know, experienced 55 year old controller woman that has this controller background. And I'm like, no, 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 you need to say, you know, I am the right fit. I'm con for these reasons. I'm confident. I am the person for the role. Um, you know, people think that maybe that doesn't matter because it's small things here and there, but it starts in the cover letter, but it ends with how you talk to yourself. People really pay attention. And if you're timid or, you know, they'll pick up on it. So I catch myself all the time. I'm certainly not perfect, but I'll write an email saying, please, could you, might you, you know, and then I'm like, no, this is just a normal ask. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to cut, cut this down, make this more efficient and talk with my voice, which is confident. And so, um, I think sometimes women struggle a little more with this, um, because we tend to want to be polite and not inconvenience people, but it's so, so important. And I see people all the time, friends, when I help them, I, I, in my free time, I do like to help my friends if they're looking for new jobs or, um, with their cover letters, with their resumes, interview prep. And, you know, I watch them set ceilings for themselves because they, they're afraid to ask for that to counter or to negotiate or to talk about like uh, negotiating uh, their salary or stock options or, you know, working from home one more day a week. And I'm like, this is what you're going to be living for the next God knows how long, couple of years. Like you better command it. Cause if not, they'll be, they'll take you on a ride. Take and advantage. Right. 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 I, and I love how you said a few moments ago, it not only is what you're telling other people, but these things that you tell yourself, your mind believes that you're not capable and not confident. So somehow either it's going to come out verbally or as you're helping and guiding people so that they have the proper written word. And I also believe that this is not, again, this is not just for job seekers. This is how we present ourselves and how we can be our most confident selves in asking. It's yeah. not cocky and it's not arrogant to ask for what you want. The way you say it might be like, it's just being mindful and saying, yes, I do. I do work from home two days a week, or I don't know, you tell me how we would say that. How would someone ask for that? Um, well, I, I mean, I had a friend the other day get an offer and it was, I think they wanted her to be in the office, you know, every day. And she was kind of like, well, I have another offer on the table. That's only, you know, that's fully remote or, or maybe you'd kind of decide what you want. And if they don't, you know, if they don't want that, then it's like, well, okay. Like you, it's not necessarily calling bluff. She has other offers. So you can say like, you know, oh, well, I have this other offer and I, I really do, you know, they're letting me work from home fully remote. I, you know, I'd be able to, to 
you know, commit to one day a week in the office and four fully remote. I, you know, I can let you know that I'm super efficient from home. It, it works the best, whatever. Um, right. But, you know, if, if that's what you really want and it's a no brainer for you, like don't settle just to, just to get something else. Like, I think it's, it's important to, to command it. And I think there's a lot of respect there too. Um, and sometimes it'll start this, this back and forth conversation, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's the job you're going to be living with and you're going to be working. So if, if you're, if you're willing to flex on that, like what else will you flex on? They might, they might think. So I think it sets a good tone. And I think there's a lot of, you know, commanding respect in there too. I love that so much. It sets a great tone for mm-hmm. what they can expect of you, that you're setting boundaries, that this yes. is what I do. But it's, I mean, it's certainly uncomfortable and it's going to feel that way. Like that's normal. It feels advocating for yourself. Isn't exactly easy. It's it sometimes feels inconvenient because you're, you know, I, I used to be somebody who was like a sorry person, you know, a sorry person, if nothing, even if I didn't do anything that warranting a sorry. And I see it in other people now. And I'm like, Oh gosh, like I used to do that all the time and it, it weakened me. And so now I, I try to do the opposite and say like, you know, I'll say like, thank you for your patience, or I appreciate your whatever. I, I appreciate in advance if, if I'm asking somebody for a favor or something, but I think it's really important to do and, and get used to doing it because it's really only going to help you kind of climb the rungs of the ladder. That's going to lead you to the career, the place in your career that you want to be. I agree. I do hear and see that a lot. I'm sorry. You're bumping into people at the grocery store. You can just say, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And Yes. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your patience or terms for us to get used to writing. In, yeah. in, in fact, I had to do that this morning. I needed to reschedule a time and rather than say, I'm sorry. And sorry, this is inconvenience. Yeah. You know, I say I have a conflict. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your understanding. Here's right. when I'm available. And I really think that does help set a precedent of, okay, this is, this is what we have to work with. And, and, and there's nothing cocky about that. It's just, just being confident. The, these are the words we need to get comfortable with, right? Confidence in who we are, what we're asking for, and just, you know, embracing that feeling. A hundred percent. I think it's really, it's one of the most important things, especially if you're working remote or starting remote like me, like you kind of have to, you have to do what you can to, to build this brand and make sure you're commanding the respect that, that you deserve. Cause if you're one of those people that's saying, sorry, or, or using terms that weaken you, like I believe, or I could, you know, I feel that this could do this. Like, no, just whatever you're going to say, own it, commit to it. If it's coming out of your mouth, make sure it's bold. Is <laughs> kind of how I feel. I love it. Yeah. What a great way to wrap this up. Um, Lauren, thank you again so much for your time. You have such incredible tips and I trust this will help a lot of people out there today. So thank you for your time. Thanks so much for having me. Wasn't Lauren great? I truly feel that people like Lauren are wise beyond their years and we should lean into that and become a part of that and welcome more people like Lauren in our lives who can truly guide us to confidence and positivity. So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Lauren. Number one, believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, it's hard to get others to believe in you. You know, in a previous episode, I had Justin Guarini who pretty much said when he first started taking acting lessons, 
If you don't have confidence in yourself, this is what a top coach told him. If you don't have confidence in yourself, it's difficult for other people to trust you. Number two, it may start with the cover letter, but it's in all how you talk to yourself, right? This is important not just for job seekers. This is for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us need to use mindful words that support who we are. And number three, advocating for yourself might feel a little uncomfortable, but it's really important and it will help you succeed not only in your career and in your life. And the bonus takeaway, my friends, is to just be mindful, something I tapped into in the very beginning of this episode. Be mindful of the words that weaken you. Be mindful of the words that you tell yourself and question yourself. Is this something I would say to my best friend? right? Because if it's coming out of your mouth, you need to own it and commit to it and be bold. Be bold with who you are and your value, your value statement and what you have to offer to the world. I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.